with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA, my final program for a week and a half. Paul Heath is going to be looking after proceedings tomorrow. I'm just taking a few days off uh, for the remainder of this week and next week. So um, look forward to you joining Paul Heath. I know he said to me he's got a huge couple of days coming up, some big names that will be interviewing and also next week. So stay with us here on Sports Day WA for the Kia EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre serving WA for over 45 years. For the good oil for Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil, uh, we know the year just gone, this year, there was a big festival of football that was staged at Optus Stadium, and it featured Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham Hotspur, who, as we know, it was the first outing for Ange after being given the honour of being the manager of the proud London club in the uh, Premiership, in the English Premier League, and West Ham United, who, as we know, have had a close affinity with Western Australia through the Dylan Tombides Foundation. And the likes of Stan Lazaridis and also Richard Garcia played for the Hammers during their English Premier League career and stints in the UK. Now, I'm led to believe that on May the 30th of next year, 2024, we could have a couple of Italian giants from Serie A gracing the turf here at Optus Stadium. Yet to be confirmed, but I believe that Juve, Juventus and Roma, who are managed by Jose Mourinho, could be coming to Perth and I believe are coming to Perth to play against each other. Now, the date I've been told is May the 30th, 2024, whatever day of the week that may be. It's just breaking regarding the information that I am led to believe that it will be May the 30th. Uh, And it appears that the Italians are coming and fans in Australia and beyond are in for a treat as the Italian football giants go head-to-head on Australian soil for the first time. Now, this clash of titans is said to be highlight of the football calendar, bringing the magic of Serie A down under. I know that Rita Safiotti, who is involved with tourism, Western Australia, the minister, the deputy premier, is a passionate football supporter. And on the back end of the success of the Festival of Football with Spurs and the Hammers, that they were keen to continue it in 2024. So, just repeating, May the 30th, 2024, Juventus will take on AS Roma in a sensational showdown here at Optus Stadium in Perth. So you can just jot that down. Some significant news there for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. And you heard it first right here on Sports Day WA. You can join us on the Tempera Bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736, or you can give us a call, 13 12 55. UVA supporters, is there any listening to Sports Day WA? How excited are you about one of the powerhouses of world football is coming to play in front of West Australian soccer fans' eyes in May of next year? 
The other big story is, as we know, the Test Series is not far away between Australia and Pakistan. Very shortly, you'll hear from Mitch Stark. Uh, he spoke to Dwayne Russell on Dwayne's World. And we'll feature a bit of that. He talks about Dave Warner. He talks about his own form. And uh, it's quite an interesting chat. So we'll feature a bit of that uh, a bit later on. Uh, but Andrew McDonald, the coach of the Australian cricket team, was asked if the upcoming PM11 game is a bat-off between Matt Renshaw, Harris, of course, of Victoria, Marcus Harris, and our very own Cam Bancroft. What are we to interpret? Is the PM's game a bat-off between Renshaw, Harris, and Bancroft? I think it's another opportunity for, for them. It's a, you know, what potentially is a, is a slightly higher level than Shield cricket um, in, in terms of an Australia A or a Prime Minister's 11 game against a, a good opposition. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see where they're at. And, yeah, it won't be the be and an end all. We know that they're good players. They've played Test cricket before. And, yeah, all three are, are coming again. Break now. There you go. That's Andrew McDonald, who also spoke about extension on David Warne's career and his selection philosophy regarding Davey Warner. Is Dave Warner going to be opening the batting in the Pakistan series? That'll all be decided later this week. What goes into that decision? Uh, like any other decision, working out who the best player is for, the, for that position at that point in time. And uh, I think with Test cricket, it's really clear you don't necessarily need to future-proof things too much. I think with a you know a cycle, uh, with a World Cup one-day cricket or T20, there, there's an element of okay, what what are we looking for to build to get to that grand final? Um, whereas we see every Test Test match is important um, in terms of yeah the direction of of Australian cricket. So there's seven Tests between now and India next year, which looks like the feature series. Um, do these three tests play a role in progressing to them or in what you've just said, are these just sort of isolated series? I think they're isolated series for me. I think every test match you, you sit down as a selection panel and you, you work out your best team and, and, and you go from there. So that's the bowling attack, that's the batting, the wicket-keeping. Every decision is in isolation for each test match and I think that's the way test cricket should be. Pick your best team at that point in time. There's no doubt that you will have a younger player from time to time that people will think that needs to play or get exposure to play. Um, but I think a lot of that always takes care of itself. Andrew McDonald, the coach of uh, the Australian cricket team in studio there with Jared Whateley. Just a couple of grabs there regarding uh, the PM's 11 game. And good luck to Cam Bancroft. I think he deserves to get an opportunity after the weight of runs in Shield cricket last season, already this season. And uh, David Warner, we'll have to see what happens with him. But Mitch Stark also has endorsed David Warner as a very important player in the Australian team. Just some other news. The AFLW Grand Final, as we know, is on this weekend. And there's been a bit of pressure for it to be moved to the Dockland Stadium, despite the showpiece between North Melbourne and the Brisbane Lions quickly selling out. Now, the league has confirmed tickets for the first AFLW decided to be played in Victoria since 2018, were snapped up pretty quickly after going on sale to the general public on Monday. Now, the venue for Sunday's grand final is Princess Park, Carlton's home ground, where they train. Previously had a capacity of 30,000, but recent developments and redevelopments to Carlton's headquarters has significantly reduced that. Now, the Premiership will be decided in front of a crowd of about 13,000. Uh, Docklands holds, by the way, 53,343. How many more would go? I gather that's a $64,000 question, but you think you'd probably double that attendance 
if Docklands was made available. North won hosting rights after defeating minor premiers Adelaide in last Sunday's thrilling preliminary final. So uh, a bit of news there. All thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And as we know, Polaris plate clearance deals are on now. You can save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. Now, coming up later on in the program, in fact, they've just rocked up uh, to the SENWA studios now, is three gentlemen. But... The main draw card is a young West Australian by the name of Alex Winwood. He's now the WBC number two ranked strawweight boxer in the world. Now, we've heard this about Harley Reid from the West Coast Eagles, that Harley Reid is a generational player. Well, let me tell you, this young kid has been described as a generational talent by the likes of four-time world champion Danny Green and the voice of combat sports in WA, Brett Bonetti, who's going to join us in the studio as well. Now, Alex is back in action this Friday night on the main event at Metro City in Perth as he continues his path to World Championship honours. Now, if he wins on Friday, he needs to then play an eliminator In his next fight, possibly early in the new year, he wins that. And all of a sudden, he has a chance to fight for a world championship. It'll be six fights if he is crowned world champion. Jeff Fennick took seven fights to take out a world crown. He's a young fella that uh, originates from Mandra. The last couple of years, he's been practicing uh, at Tweed Heads. That's where he's based himself in the eastern states. He is a gun boxer. And Tony Tolge, the manager and promoter, will be joining me in the studio with Alex, who's made his time available after just lobbing back in Perth literally uh, yesterday in preparation for this fight. So we're going to speak to Alex and also Brett Bonetti is going to join us as well. He's trained, actually, Alex Winwood by Angelo Hyder, one of the best trainers in the world and the man behind the success of Danny Green. The three gentlemen will join me in the studio a little bit later on. So I'm looking forward to having a chat to them as a special feature. And as we did with Steve Ursick, we had him in the studio when he was about to be announced uh, as part of the UFC package. He was in our studios. We feel that Alex Winwood, a lot of people will be hearing a lot more about him, particularly in coming weeks, particularly if he wins on Friday night. And the expectations are that he will. And by the way, I believe he's related to the great Stephen Michael, one of the greatest Australian rules football of his generation. So I'm looking forward to speaking to Alex. He's coming up shortly, but first on the other side of the break, we'll hear a bit from Mitchell Stark here on Sports Day WA.